Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. Also, I want to mention some big news. Journey is now affiliated with Wanderlust. We're the only life coaching company to partner with them. And myself, Noel, and many of our Catalyst Life Coaches will be at Wanderlust Stratton, which is in Vermont, from June 21st through the 24th. If you want to join us, you can get 10% off tickets using the code JRNI2018. Go to wanderlust.com and look for Stratton. I hope to see you there. All right, this is officially the first sex episode, and I say first because I believe there will be many because it's a broad topic, and I think that I could talk about sex for days. So first, I want to say it's not not about me telling you how to have sex, of course, because I am still learning, even at 44, about sexuality, exploration, connection, all of that stuff. It's more about... Creating a conversation, um, it's about maybe reminders, it's about uh, maybe changing things up, perspective, etc. So, I want to first by starting off, um, I want to first by starting off, I want to first start off by saying that I'm really bad at speaking English. No, I want to first start by saying that I was introduced to um, sex and images at an early age, um, and it definitely contributed to my definitions. Um, when I was growing up, my parents were never home, and so I had I had no supervision whatsoever. I'm surprised that I'm actually still alive. Uh, they were always at work. We didn't have babysitters. Uh, they just trusted us, <laughs> and so, um, you know, in in my early days, we did have a grandma, but like you know, once once I was like nine and ten, eleven, we had no one. And so my brother and I were always out and playing and stuff, and we also had access to um, cable TV, which had the Playboy Channel, right? And oh, I forgot what some of these other stations, but like, you know, it wasn't like full on porn, but it was for a nine year old. I mean, it was it was shocking and. I remember also uh, seeing my first um, image of a girl going down on someone. It it was from a magazine from my friend's older brother that he stole. And I remember we were both sitting around looking at it like just like like we just found, you know, the, the, the foot of an alien or something. And just like, being, oh my, wow, look at that. What is she doing? And it was all crumbled up. And I remember keeping it. And in my back pocket, and I would <laughs> refer to it once in a while as a nine-year-old. Anyway, my point is, um, all of these images, uh, of course, pornography and all that growing up, um, I think ha- has distorted my definitions of sex, and I think has distorted um, every guy's definition of sex, especially today with how um, I mean, when I was growing up in the 80s, por- pornography was um, something on a VHS tape that you had to get an adult to buy. You didn't have access to it. Um, there was no such thing as the internet or your phone. So it was like a really big deal to even get, um, you know, a, a, a porno tape. It, it was like, a, and then you share it with your friends and you're watching the same video clip for like three years, right? Because you don't just get them uh, as a kid. So, but obviously today, as children, um, anyone with a phone can see 
things that they shouldn't be seeing that's going to wire them and position them to create definitions of sex and intimacy uh, that are very distorted, right? And of course, that's going to roll into relationships and how they treat women, etc., or men. Um, and so that's kind of the opening. Um, I, I want to say from then on, um, a lot of it's trial and error, right? But I am learning now. Let's fast forward. I'm learning now uh, as a 44 year old man to start over, uh, be a student to love and sex and intimacy. And you know what? Here are some of my learnings. Um, one, you know, when you're when you're in your 40s, first of all, as men, your your body does change. And and I'm in relatively good shape. It's not like I I haven't done drugs my life. Um, I work out every day. I admit I don't eat the best, but and of course, I also have insecurities, but um, overall, I'm in good shape. And even with that, uh, you know, sometimes I can't get it up or it's, you know, before it, all it took was a breeze. These days, I, I need to be held. <laughs> I, I, need, I need dinner and <laughs> some conversation. Um, but this is a good thing, and I'm glad that we're wired this way because it forces us to slow down um, men in our 20s were just bouncing off the walls i remember in my 20s i would probably be think be thinking about sex um 97% of the day in my car in the classroom like it doesn't matter where i was i was always thinking about sex and of course the images that were playing were uh pornographic right from things that i've that i've consumed um so i didn't know a lot about intimacy i was just having sex and so it was just skin hunger it was um a, a very two-dimensional um definition of what sex looks like right i think it was just kind of scratching the surface and i think most people in their 20s that's all they're doing you know and i think if you're in your 20s and you're female generally speaking um you're doing a lot of trying to please the the, the guy because at that, at that age, I don't know how how I don't think you fully enjoy it that much, uh, and of course it differs for everyone. But because you're not that comfortable with your body, you know, and as you uh, turn the corner, I think women in their 30s then finally get comfortable with their body, who they are, um, and also they're able to speak out more and say, you know, this is what I like and this is what I don't like, and I I do want to do this, but I don't want to do that, and so they start to enjoy sex more. Um, so as a 44 year old man, I think what uh, has been Interesting to me is now um, it, being in exploration mode, right? Like rediscovering a woman's body uh, slowly, um, listening to them, what they like, what what. I mean, because here's the thing: if they're not turned on, you're not turned on. Um, well, that's not true. There there are some men uh, because of images and pornography and stuff, they actually get off on on being aggressive. And whether the woman is turned on or not, like them forcing themselves uh, turns them on. So um, I'm definitely not wired that way. Uh, and so as a 44-year-old, um, this idea of exploring, uh, this idea of connecting to the person, right? Using body, using your mouth, using whatever you want as a way to express yourself and to connect. Uh, and being very creative with it, um, switching things up. Um, this idea of um, learning to kiss again, right? Uh, I, I think, and, and I just heard this recently, um, 
I was talking to uh, I was talking to Noel about sexuality and stuff, and that's one of, that was one of the things that she studied. Uh, did you know that there are people, or, or, or this is not just people, but there's um, a practice where you actually can have sex without being erect, meaning using a flaccid penis. Um, and, and when she told me this, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what can you do with that? And of course, that's my um, 20-year-old self talking, but uh, because the flaccid, because the penis feels better than the, the, the finger, um, and I know I'm getting very specific. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the morning, I'm sorry. Um, but even the flaccid penis um, uh, rubbing areas, uh, I mean, you could technically have intercourse, but just doing things with something that we society believe, um, like, you, you know, obviously a flaccid penis means that, that it's not ready, right? And to, but to, Redefine that, right? What can you do? How can you express yourself with all body parts in any state? So now for me as a man, I'll be honest, that idea is challenging because um, my definition of being a man is being erect, right? And I've struggled in the past with if I can't get it up, I get embarrassed and I get, um, I, I, you know, there's shame behind it and I feel insecure. Um, so creating a space where 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 it's okay to explore and to use different body parts um, if you want to bring in toys to play with that and not not let those things be lined with shame, with guilt. Um, and in that space, if it's safe, uh, you have to make each other feel safe, obviously, then to kind of communicate and actually start telling people what you want. And I think a lot of women in general um, – have difficult difficulty saying this because I think we live in a world where we're um, with sex. Women are kind of programmed to please, right? That's how it's portrayed in pornography, um, and men are kind of it's supposed to be the dominant. Um, I think we should flip things around. I th- I think we should play around with that. I think we should, uh, if you really want to explore sexuality and what you like, I think you have to speak up. I think you have to, and it's going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to that. Um, but I think it's very important. Uh, and if anything, maybe let today hearing this, um, be a reminder, whether you are in a, uh, a long-term relationship or you just started dating someone, um, or, you know, you're in a marriage, it doesn't matter. Try something different, starting with your mindset, approach sex as a time to connect and explore, um, and listen, it doesn't always have to be like this slow burn lovemaking. I mean, you guys can, you know, there can be days when you just want to rip each other's clothes off, right? There's been days where you could just fuck and that's okay. Um, but switching things up and, 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 and making it where you're learning something about yourself, the other person. Um, the other thing is, is that the pressure that we put on the orgasm, right? Uh, and especially men putting that pressure on women, um, because they define their uh, masculinity uh, to that. So if a guy can't make a woman come, he feels less than or he feels like he's not doing something right or he's not big enough or whatever. And so leaning into um, or, or not putting so much weight and pressure on that. So um, why not play and explore and kiss and touch and have sex for an hour and both people do not have orgasms why not why can't that be okay you know um well i'll tell you why because you guys aren't letting it 
be okay. And so, listen, I'm also included in this. I also need to stretch and, and practice and throw away my definitions. Um, I I had sex the other night. Uh, I had an amazing time. <laughs> Little TMI, guys. And I did not come. And it was okay for the both of us. Um, and I was completely satisfied. Um, part of that might not. Part of that might be just biology, because when you're in your twenties, it's almost like you have, like as a guy, you have to release, or you get super frustrated. It's, it's that whole thing where they call it blue balls or whatever. Um, I don't necessarily have to come anymore. I mean, it feels great, and if I do, that's great. If I don't, I don't. That's okay. But being okay with um, just being present and exploring sex is, I think, where. The connection is, I think that's where the, the value is. I think that's where new experiences live. And I love this idea, and I kind of want to end with this, approaching it with uh, approaching it uh, with uh, being mindful, right? You know how you, you, there's mindful eating? There's my, approaching it with mindfulness. So what would it look like if you were to explore and approach uh, sex mindfully? Obviously, it means being present. It means slowing down. It means noticing. It means exploring. It means detaching definitions. Um, I encourage you guys to do that. I encourage you guys to practice mindful sex and see what that's like. Uh, Growth is all about breaking patterns. And if you guys are used to um, doing certain things the exact same way, uh, it's time to start breaking patterns and, and because when you do, it leaves cracks for new experiences, new revelations, and uh, a better version of you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach story which everyone has and a passion to help others before you go i wanted to give you something something i made it's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better healthier relationships so we can all love harder so go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast that's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast super simple and we will email you my relationship 